Get everybody, this is episode two on the Luxfield Flooring Podcast. And today it's time to get down into the nitty gritty. Let's talk about flooring. We've had a little introduction in episode one. If you haven't listened to that already, I'd recommend to pop back in there just so you can sort of get an understanding of where we're at and what we're all about. So let's ask the question, what is hybrid flooring? Well, this is what we do. So we do a next generation APC hybrid. Before I get to answering what that is, first of all, you actually need to answer the first question at hand, hybrid flooring. So hybrid flooring is just a uniquely Australian terminology for a particular flooring class that actually gets broken up into three main products, kind of four, but three main products. So the very first version of hybrid was brought into the country by a company called Godfrey Hearst, and Godfrey Hearst are an amazing company. They're a huge manufacturer. They do a half a billion dollars a year worth of turnover. And they supply retailers, primarily carpet, and then they also imported a product line called Hybrid Flooring. And essentially, it's called, the technical name that's globally recognized is SPC. So it's a stone composite PVC flooring. This one here was like first generation. The first generation of everything, of not everything, but for most part, there's um, a potential set of problems attached to it. And we found that out pretty quickly. The name hybrid now is the generic name, and SPC is also a generic thing. So there's a whole bunch of people here bringing in products in the SPC category. And the downside to the SPC category is the board does not bend. If we look at like subfloors, as the board clicks together, because it's a stone composite PVC floor, that stone composite is the primary action. It's like an 80-20 of limestone to sort of PVC, and then the main binding agent in that there is a product called silica. So we're going to get to the silica point, but the first sort of thing that was um, needed improving, I'm not going to say that the SPC product is all bad because some of them can be okay. But for the most part, the board does not bend. And when a board does not bend, it means you need to lay the product on a subfloor as flat as a billiard table or a bench top. And that flat out just doesn't exist. So 99 out of 100 times if you're going to be laying an SPC product. If you look at the technical specifications behind it, you need to have literally zero millimeter fall, like it's one mil, three millimeters of fall over a meter span. And you put a straight edge down and actually check that out, that shit's impossible. It's nearly impossible to do. So every single board would, would need a flood coat full of leveling compound down to smooth out substrates, and people just don't want to do that. Like that just sounds crazy to have to chuck $45 a square meter on top of a job every single time that you lay it that a lot of the time is not accounted for. Not only did the this sort of problem here arise, the expansion and contraction, first of it was sold with that zero expansion and contraction. Even though it's a floating floor, it was sold with zero expansion and contraction and everybody started laying their products hard up against skirting boards, boards bubbled off the ground. It was just a bit of a shit fight. And if we segue back to this silica conversation, so silica is literally the modern-day asbestos. It's nasty business. It's um, attached to a disease called silicosis. It gets in the lungs with these little spores, and these particles are like a 1,000 times finer than dust, and it ends up in people's lungs. If you look at the stone masonry space, um, so that was the first point of call where people started dropping from this disease as stone masons. They would be cutting um, products up, and, and what has happened now is... Um, Cancer Council of Australia has got a hold of this and they're like, okay, everybody, this is actually bad stuff. If you are going to cut it, like undisturbed, like an engineered bench top, for example, is like 80, 90% silica. 
there's nothing wrong with it, like as long as it's undisturbed. But if you do cut it, it needs to be wet cut, there needs to be vax, there needs to be extractors, there needs to be mass, and it needs to be in a controlled environment to keep that dust mitigated into a, to a minimum. But if, you, if you're not in a controlled environment, like how are you supposed to cut an SPC bore? Right? For the most part, layers that come from laying laminate boards prior or engineered timber, which is you know, compressed sawdust or actual you know, timber, and they cut it with a drop saw, and that's completely fine. You know, they might put a bit of a dust mask on, just a, like a little, you know, just a simple little cloth one, just to, to keep a bit of the dust down. But you know, they would go out there and lay this SPC product, filling homes and filling their work environment with like this fine powder silica dust all over the place, and it's um it's a hazard. And Cancer Council of Australia have now actually proactively released posts on social media to say avoid SPC hybrids that have silica content in it. Um, so that they they're proactive in that. The next version that then came out was a product called WPC. So this is a beautiful product. Again, a couple of companies doing a great job with it, but it, it, it utilizes wood, like a freeze-dried wood, and um, removing the stone. And um, it's all good in theory. You know, theoretically, this is a good board, but if we look at it for what it actually is, there is you know, potential moisture issues because of the wood content. If you're going to have wood inside of your board, you might as well just go for a cheap-ass laminate, really, at the end of the day. The um, the WPC board's all good in theory, but it's just got some moisture issues. You know, It's a little bit more susceptible to heat variations and things like that. So don't be wrong. It can be good. We personally didn't want to go there. What we wanted to do was um, wait for the big boys to play. And the big boys is what we're talking about. It's Candine. Candine are a fantastic company. They've been around for 55 years. They're UK-based. They really do R&D properly. They don't just jump in on bandwagons. They do phenomenal products. And you know, and I emulated them to the best of my ability. I, I let them go first. And essentially, they created a, um, an aerated polymer core in their board. They used a tried-and-tested luxury vinyl plank on top. And that tried and tested luxury vinyl plank, they have been doing that that surface for 55 years. They have a pre-attached EVA acoustic foam underlay in the back. They use a uniclick system, 5G uniclick system, which essentially is phenomenal. You've got to pay a licensing fee to use this. And they moved into the market. And I was like, fuck, that shit's good. I like that. And the plus side, there's no, there's no kinks now. They've ironed out all the kinks. So that's what we did. We took their board and the goal was to try to one-up them in every single way. Um we did the same board width, generally, just a couple of millimetres, um, you know, a couple of millimetres narrower. General, same length. And what I like to do, though, is, is look at textures, look at things, back to the name Lux Feel. Really obsessed with that, of the way it feels at the fingertips, the way it feels when you walk on it, how it feels in the home. When you buy an alternative to timber, the goal is to make sure it has the aesthetic and the desired feel of timber, but without the downsides. This is the cleanliness, this is the waterproof side of things. And those are those huge criteria, those things that we needed to, to tick off. So this new version, the, the next generation hybrid that Dean do and we do also, and there's a few other people now that are just sort of keeping up and coming to the party too that are doing some good stuff there. But we found that modelling ourselves off this global company where spending the time and effort in R&D with the photographic print films and, and things like that was highly, highly important. So that's what we did. We, we moved into the next generation space. So they're the three main board categories. So there is the, just a recap, it's the SPC, stone composite PVC flooring. Then there's the WPC, wood composite PVC flooring. 
Um, we've just you know, outlined those potential challenges attached to those particular products. And then there's the modern next generation flooring. They call it a ridge core and their product's called Core Lock, Carding Core Lock. And Luxfield Air and Carding Core Lock are on par with each other doing an absolute fantastic job in the market. And there's, I believe there's another couple of companies out there. I think it's a board called IPC, which essentially is exactly the same material type. They use an injected polymer core. We use an aerated polymer core. So those um, those board variations are same, same. Uh, the things where what we did differently then is, is looking at uh, texture. When I'm talking about those, um, always trying to, it's not a, a direct competition at all. We're just trying to deliver the most premium variation of version that we can possibly conceive from years and years of like practical installation experience and then being out in the specification game around designs, talking with architects and designers and, and really catering towards the market. Like let's, let's talk to the market first and deliver a product that fits the market versus throwing a product out there and just hopefully it's going to stick. And what we found that inside of the, like the vinyl plank space, the hybrid board space, most of the texture on boards are very highly ridged. This is supposed to, I'm putting my fingers up in the air with a hyphen, this is supposed to add a realistic appeal. And in theory, that might sound right, but what it does, it becomes counterintuitive. So if you were to take your fingernails and run your fingernails horizontally across the board grains, it catches. And this is you know 90% of the competition out there. Well, I don't see them as competition. There's just 90% of the other businesses out there in a marketplace doing their thing. They, they, they didn't think of it obsessed over it quite like we did there's some other people that might have fulfilled the slot but that actually holds dirt like a million little grout lines and becomes fucking impossible to keep clean so what's the point of having this timber alternative you can't even mop it you can't even keep it clean so that's what we did is we created a rounded groove texture this might sound trivial but it's not you've now got a board that you can keep clean very easily like we've got to tick it off remember it's not timber we need to have something that's just fantastic to live with and fantastic to keep clean and easy because that's that's our motto, too easy. So the boards have to be that. Our communication has to be that. It has to be all these things that we embody that is too easy. So that's what we did. We, we created a unique texture on it that's easy to keep clean. It's 100% waterproof from the top down, so you can put it in your bathroom, you can put it in your laundry, you can put it in your kitchen area. These are the things that really matter. And... Flipping right back to that SBC board, you know, the inflexibility, this is what we did. With our polymer core, it's a flexible board. So we can handle some wave, some undulation, because all subfloors have wave and undulation. And when people tell you, oh, no, no, it's going to be flat, it's not. Get down and on the floor and check it out with a level. Nothing's flat. And because we know nothing's flat, well, then we have to deliver a product that can bend. That's where we... Um, we fulfill a need that the market had been asking for is let's not get stung for floor prep every five minutes because the industry becomes quite underhanded in a really weird way where they the the, the industry retail network they call it liquid gold. So you know you'll be in your home, an installation will be happen, the carpet gets uplifted, you paid your deposit, you paid your money, da da da. By the way, customer, we need another four thousand dollars to put leveling compound down here. See, there's four millimetres of fall over a metre and we need to get to three. People get held to ransom and it's just not right. Um, so what we do is, on the odd case, you know, definitely some levelling compound is needed with some you know, big sharp holes and right degree angle turns and things like that, but generally wave and undulation, we can work with it. 
especially in your second story homes in yellow tongue. There's always sag between the joists, between the yellow tongue. So that's what we do. We deliver a product out there that just, at the end of the day, the market asked for, we delivered it, we put the heart and soul, the passion behind it. And um, that gives you a nice little wrap up on what hybrid flooring is. We do the next generation APC version. And we know that this is the right way to go because um, obsession led us to this point. We'll talk to you again soon.